How do you come to believing something about yourself? How do beliefs and truths become one part of your life? Do you think that what you believe is actually the truth? Welcome to Break and Build. I am Billy. I am going to be taking you through a new journey today. We actually have Brad that is going to be moving. So congratulations for Brad. And he's also getting married this weekend. So instead of missing out on some more podcasts, we are now going to jump into a new segment. And then as soon as Brad is done, probably Monday, we're going to jump right back into the Break and Build. But I'm also going to integrate these new type of podcasts as well. These are going to be short, sweet podcasts I plan on doing once a week to really start to hone in on a topic that I find really near and dear to myself, that I find extremely valuable, and some lessons that I've learned along the way. So what we are going to get into today is, as we talked about in the introduction, what do you guys think about beliefs? Your truths, what you believe is true, is it actually true? So without further ado, let's get right into it. So what actually is our belief system? Because when we're born, if you think about it, we don't come in with any beliefs. We don't come with any truths. Is All we are is born and we are essentially a free spirit, completely impressionable, and completely helpless, right? There's not good or evil. There's not uh, short or tall. There's not anything. There's no beliefs. We are a complete blank canvas. And then what happens from that point on? You have parents or not parents, and you start to observe things. And so with observing things, we then grow what becomes a mapping of the world, how people are, how people act, and then we start to model those things around us, and that's how we become a person. So if you think about it, why do people that have financial struggles continue that chain? Or why do people that have wealthy structure families continue that chain? It's because somebody in their family lineage has either done a habit action or many habits and actions or many, many habits, action, thoughts, and beliefs that has created a catalyst to then as their childs are born and children and, you know, future grandchildren and all this stuff, they model their behavior, actions, beliefs, and what they believe is possible for them. So that is their truth. And you can see it over and over again. It's hard to break that cycle. Until we have some random things, you know, such as like a Mark Zuckerberg and Facebook, and then we glorify that aspect and we're like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. I'm just going to sit up and swing for home runs too, right? But the problem with swinging for home runs is you strike out virtually all the time, <laughs> except the home runs that you hit, right? So your batting average is going to be absolutely terrible. So you have to have an incredible mindset to be able to swing for home runs, so let's go back to you being a child. You've now modeled all this stuff, right? So I guess technically what we could say is your environment, who you are, what you are, what you believe to be true is no more than a repetitive observation or a repetitive thought or a repetitive motion or action or uh, a story that a parent may have told you because everything in life is virtually stories. There's not really that many things that are actually true. 
if you actually break down what truth really is. Like, there's gravity, right? So we can all agree on that. The sky is blue unless you have different vision colors, and then maybe we won't agree on that. But we probably, and I say probably, need to eat because there are people out there, and I know I'm going to take this a little bit out there, and you guys probably haven't seen this side of me before, that are called sun gazers that virtually, because if you think about it, the sun uh, will then go into the plant, it'll grow the plant and, and give it nutrients from the soil, and then through all that process, the sun is virtually the catalyst to make everything happen to grow, and then we eat the plant. So there are people called sun gazers that think, and I do believe practice this, and I don't know what the sustainability is behind this, that gaze into the sun, and if trained yourself properly, can take all the nutrients to grow from the sun. So beyond that, right, so we can start getting into a whole bunch of nuances, but the key factor here in facts are that you can tell yourself a lie or hear a lie over and over and over and over again, and that becomes your truth. So let's just say you were born into poverty, and you were told that rich people are selfish. Let's just go with that one. So rich people are selfish. So you hear your mom say it, your dad say it, because maybe they had one experience in their life, or maybe their grandparents had an experience with a rich person who was selfish. And everything that you think about people with money equals selfish. And since maybe you don't want to be a selfish person, you can't be a rich person. And so a fact in your mind and a truth is that Rich people are selfish. And so you've been told this your entire life growing up all the way until you're 18. Now you're out on your own. You're in college. And your fact is rich people are selfish. So everything in your life are, is going to basically, you're seeing the lens. And when I talk about this lens, imagine like you get a brand new car, right? You've never seen this car before. You get a new car or you're trying to buy a car. And all of a sudden you see that car everywhere. That car's always been there. Your brain has just been attuned to it. So if your brain is attuned to rich people are selfish, it's going to find the selfish rich people because that's what you're asking your brain to find. And now your whole reality is based upon, I can't be rich because rich people are selfish. My parents said rich people are bad. And now you have this virtual truth that maybe is semi-true in some areas, but also not true in other areas. I'm sure there's equally amount of non-selfish and abundant rich people as well. And so now you're living this truth, right? So what do you do in your daily life or do you believe or act? Because now that we're adults, and most of us are probably adults that are listening to this podcast. And if not, I would suggest like letting your kids listen to this at an early age because, or just you influencing your kids after you realize this, because once you start realizing this, you want to change a generation, change it fast by getting to them early and letting them get after some new thought processes, some new concepts and realizing how much power we all, including them, have. We have so much power. But we disempower ourselves by believing things that are not actually true. They're stories. They're lies. Everything, mostly, that we've been believing and thinking and listening to is virtually a made-up story, which essentially, when breaking down what is a made-up story, it's a lie, unfortunately, right? So whatever you believe about yourself 
is probably been either placed on there by your parents, by society, by going out and trying to get a job and then that job rejects you. So then you're like, oh, well, I'm not deserving of this particular job. So now I'm gonna go and get what I think I deserve because I got rejected a couple times up here. And instead of saying that's just their belief, that's not reality, I then accept their belief, right? So then I believed a lie and now I'm living a lie. <laughs> And it starts to get pretty crazy from here. But the goal here is to realize that we have complete power over everything that we think. And we don't realize that. We are complete control of it. However, growing up, we did not have control. When we're a child, we don't really have this type of uh, reasonable consciousness that we can start talking and thinking about, okay, I want this to happen. I want to do this. I want to make my life better. I want to make my job better. I want to make my family better. I want to make my health better. We just are virtually victims. I'll say that not in a condescending way to whatever we're being grown up with. So if you had a wealthy family and they taught you wealthy habits, there's a good chance you're going to be wealthy. If you had a healthy family, they taught you healthy habits. Granted, there's now a good chance that you're going to be healthy. However, if you had equal and opposite a poor family, they taught you poor people habits, you're going to be a poor person, chances. Or unless you're like, I'm going to buck this system, I'm going to do something new, and I'm not going to do this. I, I see what my parents do, right? So it takes that level of consciousness to start seeing where you come from and how to evolve from there. But I think that another big thing in this facet is that we are taught to think linearly, right? From an early age, it's like A comes B comes C comes D, 1 plus 2 plus 3 plus 4, you know, all of these things are linear thinking. So if you get to an adult and you're still a linear thinker and you're like, hey, I'm healthy now or I'm unhealthy or whatever it is for you that you want to start changing, you want to get start making more money, it's like, well, if I take $1, I add another dollar, then I'll have $2, I add another dollar, I'll have $3. And it, it we have been programmed to think in a linear fashion um, and if you want to get healthy, then maybe you'll start doing one little thing. And we don't think of things as exponentiated processes as in, okay, well, I'm working a nine to five job right now. I get paid for my time. I want to make more money. I'm seeing that the limitation of where I'm at in my nine to five can only dictate my time equals money. And we don't step back and think, well, what's an activity that I can participate in that maybe I like as well, because work doesn't have to be miserable, that can stop trading my time for money and that can explode? Like for me, it was YouTube because my success rides on my ability to be committed. So I have full onus to myself. Number two is that my effort can be exponentiated and I'm not tied to a time for dollar ratio because when I start I was making zero dollars for the same amount of time and probably actually more time than I put in each video now not because my videos are less thorough but because I've gotten more efficient in the editing process and then I go and I realize that if I've been in that time like I was a personal trainer I've done nutrition it's like hey you want to see me 30 minutes I can increase my rate but ultimately I'm locked in there for 30 minutes so I feel like at some point there's a cap to the amount that somebody would actually pay me that's reasonable or for personal training that's reasonable, an hour slot, you know, whatever the dollar amount is. And then when I saw YouTube, I realized that if I can grow my audience, I can be putting in the same amount of work 
And as I grow, and I'm committed to different things now, to growing myself, that I can then exponentiate my effect and start increasing my earnings for the same amount of time, right? And ultimately, the goal is to get to a place where you have to put in less effort. Obviously, you know, building a business will will make that happen. Um, and you're still making more money because you have more of a reach and more of an impact. So if I thought linearly like time equals dollars, I don't think that YouTube would have made sense to me because I realized at first there's a lot of time, zero dollars. But if I miss the second part of that, that's a lot of time, zero dollars, but then eventually a lot of times equals more dollars. And then eventually the same exact time equals even more dollars. And if I can keep growing that same amount of time equals even more dollars. So now I'm doing the same exact activity, but getting better, getting more efficient, doing different things, reaching different people, having a different type of lifestyle and equaling even more dollars, right? So that's an exponentiated thinking process as opposed to a linear tied to a dollar amount. And I know that's kind of a hard concept and a lot of us start to get into different things like uh, we have bills to pay, we have you know mortgages and car payments and, and to put the amount of time like I may have may not have been feasible for some people, but I'm just saying that if you start thinking in that mannerism, there may be ideas that start to spark in your head. And it's all about just having an idea and just thinking and listening to things that start to inspire you to start transcending your life into a different direction. So with that, the beliefs, what is actually true, how you actually became what you are thinking, and is it actually true about what you think about yourself? I would say it would be really effective for you to literally take out a piece of paper right now, write one through 10, and you can keep going after 10, but at least do 10 truths, quotation marks, of you. What do you honestly believe about who you are? And then you need to dissect that thing and say, hey, did this come from me? Was I told this growing up? Was I really just not book smart? Or whatever it is, whatever that is to you, am I really just always going to be out of shape? Am I really just always going to be lazy? Am I really just always going to be something, right? Because there's a lot of truths that we come to believe that are uh, not so empowering in ourselves. And I think those really hold us back. So when we can actually just realize that somebody just placed their insecurity on us and told it to us over and over and over and over and over and over and over again, or we witnessed over and over and over and over again, maybe uh, a, a parent relationship that was just always arguing. So relationships and marriage equal bad because that's all I saw or that was my first experience. But when I was doing my first experience, I was 18. I didn't think about it. Obviously, that person wasn't meant for me, but relationships equal bad. There's a lot of things out there, especially here's a good indicator of who your friends are, right? And we'll get into this another time because this is huge in personal development. The five people that you hang around with the most are going to be the average of who you become. So <laughs> it's a big concept to realize, but we're impressionable as humans. Like we're, we're grown to be impressionable or else we wouldn't be anything. We'd be a blob, right? When we're kids, we're a blob, but we're impressionable. So we are able to get to where we're at. So our five best friends are going to be who we're at. So here's a good test to see how actually supportive your friends are. If you're going to say, hey, and do something radical about it, right? Like, let's say you live in Wisconsin, And let's say you're like, I'm going to move to California. And then you go and tell one of your friends or all of your friends equal distant or whatever it is in different scenarios and say, hey, I'm really like excited about this. I really want to move to California. And then you want to see how that person reacts to you because a true friend wants you to be happy 
and they're not going to think immediately of themselves as you say something, right? So if you go to that conversation, you're like, hey, Joe, I'm so stoked, man. Like, I really want to go to California. It's always been a dream of mine. And I'm just using California as an example because it's way different environmentally wise, uh, climate wise than it is if you're in Southern, than it is Wisconsin for the most part because there's no winters. Oh, you know, Joe goes, oh, that's great, man. I, I really love that for you. That's going to be fantastic. I'll definitely come and visit. I can't wait to see how that unfolds for you. That's a supportive, true friend. However, let's just say Joe says, man, California is really expensive. I don't know if you should do that. Why would you do that? That's Joe thinking about his own insecurities, his own thought processes, his own belief patterns, his own stories, and whatever. And maybe, yes, California is more expensive, but you know what's more expensive than being in an expensive place? You living your life based on expenses. That is expensive. That is literally the most expensive commodity, which we'll also get into, is your time, your effort, and living your life based on other outside situations that you can't really control. Control what you can control and go to where you want to be. So now for that example of Joe giving you his own thought processes without supporting you as a person, that would then, if you have all friends like that, you then start to believe those things because essentially what you believe is either a truth or a lie told over and over and over and over again. And if you tell a truth or a lie over and over and over again, indefinitely, what happens? Whatever you told over and over again by repetition is now your reality. So essentially saying, if you want to start changing who you are right now, is all you have to do is lie to yourself or tell a truth or change whatever you're saying, but virtually it's telling yourself a story over and over again in any facet, in any regard. Obviously, you know, maybe if you're 45, you can't tell your story that you're going to play in the NFL. I'm not going to say that's not possible for you, but, you know, there's certain things that are a little bit out of reach. But if you're looking to get more money and you've always been telling yourself that you're not wealthy, you're never going to be wealthy, whatever that is, or your family has instilled that into you from the earlier example, you want to start making more money What's then going to happen is all you have to do is tell yourself, I'm wealthy, I'm wealthy, I'm wealthy, I'm wealthy. Because how did you believe that you're not going to be wealthy? You were told, we're not wealthy, we're not wealthy, we're not wealthy, we're not wealthy, we're not wealthy. The external environment probably uh, confirmed that. And so now your belief is that you're not wealthy. But is all you have to do is change that and saying, I'm wealthy, I'm wealthy. I'm going to start thinking like a wealthy person. Then what do you have to do? You have to go and start affiliating yourself with what wealthy people do, start reading their books, start seeing where they hang out, start seeing what they do. And then if you start doing all those things, you start touching wealthy people things, hanging out where wealthy people hang out, start believing what wealthy people believe because there's a big mindset difference between people who are in poverty and people who are wealthy or people who can achieve stuff and people who don't or people that just live mediocrely and people that exponentiate and maximize out on their lives. And then you actually start believing and thinking and doing and now you're going to start getting those external situations. So the key takeaway here, number one, I want you guys to write down 10 things that you believe about yourself and actually dissect them and figure out, is this actually true? And even if it is actually true, is this what I want to believe? And if, if this is what I want to believe, what is this going to give me in my life for believing this fact? 
So if you can do one through 10 and break it down to those three segments, because you want to start understanding what your mind is, your mind is virtually just a mechanism that has been instilled with all these thought patterns. And now it's running different situations for you. And you're creating your life like you literally own your life. You, you don't understand we're programmed not to own our lives, you own your life. So you need to start taking these things and start transitioning them to something different because I want you guys to have a special life. You're here for a purpose, for a reason. You're here to be somebody. You're here to do whatever you want to do, be whatever you want to be, and ultimately be the best person that you can be. And that will only come if you start looking at why you are what you are right now. So if you then do that, and then you find those things, and if there's one of those 10 things, you can even keep going if you want to keep going if there's a lot of them, saying, I'm not going to have a lot of money, number one. My parents didn't have a lot of money, first bullet point. They always told me that wealthy people were stupid and selfish. And so then I saw a bunch of people that were unwealthy, and that's what I believe. You want to start changing that. Is all you have to do is start telling yourself and looking at wealthy people. Well, this person did it. Well, this person did it. Well, in the U.S., there's more billionaires right now by tenfold than there was in the last 20 years. The internet's out there. There's so many opportunities. There's so many jobs. I can maybe stop trading my time for money and I can start exponentiating my time for money. And now I'm thinking exponentially. And the only way to start getting wealthy is to start thinking exponentially because me being a hardworking janitor for my whole life, unless I get really lucky, good chances I'm going to be stuck in that job because I'm not thinking in a more problem-solving manner because the people that start to get wealthier are the people that are solving bigger problems that have more defined skill sets than does somebody who's not, right? Like anybody can virtually be a janitor. Obviously, it takes some training and I'm not trying to diminish anybody who is a janitor, but somebody like Mark Zuckerberg, if we look at it, what problem did he solve? He created, there was a, a MySpace right? And then he created Facebook. And Facebook then created a solution to things that people didn't even really know existed, right? Amazon, look at Amazon, what they did. Look at Apple, look at Microsoft, look at all these companies that solved massive problems that weren't even real. But they created the problems or the solutions. And then people realized that there was a problem because then there was a solution out there to something that they didn't even know existed. And those are the companies that are truly making impacts. So then if you tell yourself that new truth, so now you have one through 10, you've dissected all of them, you put down, okay, what's my new one? My old one is I'm not going to be wealthy. Well, that's a bunch of crap. I'm not listening to that anymore. I'm going to cross that out because I realized that it's a big lie that was told over to me over and over again as I was growing up. So now my new one is I am wealthy. And it may not feel right for you at first because your brain has believed for your entire life that that's not the truth. So it can't believe that. But the same thing that you got to believe the first thing is the same way you're going to believe the second thing and that's lie to yourself virtually until you start believing that so much. You have to have thoughts, beliefs, and then you have to see the external environments that are going to support that. And if you keep doing this over and over again, you're going to start shifting your belief from one old one crossed out. Now we have 1.1 leveled up, exponentiated, squared, I am wealthy. Do that for each and every point and you guys are going to start having a tremendous change in your life. I just want to say I appreciate you guys for being here. 
I want to start helping you guys see different thought processes. I've been wanting to do this for a while. And uh, if this helps you guys, please listen to it again. There's a lot I jam-packed into this one. We're going to start breaking down other things as well. Just to make sure that you start thinking like for you. I want you guys to be yourselves, to be happy, to be healthy, to be wealthy, to be whatever you want to be for you, truly for you, and not running somebody else's pattern or somebody else's beliefs or somebody else's doubts or somebody else's imbalances. That is an unfulfilled life. That is going to basically let you stay on this treadmill of life. I want you guys to step off that treadmill and realize like somebody put this treadmill in front of me and I've just been walking on it. I'm going to walk this way because this is the way that I choose to walk right now and this is how I'm going to do it. So thank you guys for tuning in. I appreciate you guys. Please rate the podcast. Would greatly appreciate it. I want to start helping more people and see things differently because if we can all start seeing things differently and most importantly, all the parents out there, if you can start thinking differently, you can start training your kids differently right now and you want to see something go crazy, the world will change faster if you own your stuff right now If you start thinking differently and then you start instilling different habits, actions, patterns, and thought processes in your kids right now, the next generation will literally be a completely different world. You want to change the world fast? Change you. Change the people that you model for. And then change the world. Thank you, guys.